What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Max McCoy, and this is Looking Up. I am really excited about this episode, how to reawaken your enthusiasm and energy. And I think we all would like a little more of this as we start 2021. Before I get into the episode, I'm really excited about this bit of news. In early February, I have my first online course coming out. I'm finally releasing it, and I'm really fucking proud of it, and I can't wait for you guys to have it. If you like my work, if you're here, and if you're a fan of what I put out, I think you'll love this course. It's the most comprehensive guide I've ever made, helping you achieve really specific results. Things like more clarity, more self-awareness, heightened focus and productivity, overcoming fear and anxiety, and so much more. I can't wait to talk more about it, but for now... I just wanted to drop that and just let you guys know it's coming. It will only be 50 bucks for the month of February, and then it will double in price forever thereafter. So if you're excited like me about this and you want to save a little money and if you want to support my work, start saving your pennies so you can buy this. And uh, I'm really, really excited for this to come out. But let's get into the episode. It's why you're here. 10 ideas on how to reawaken your enthusiasm and energy. I really think these ideas will help you. But first, let me just preface because I know you know the feeling of being stuck in a mental fog where things just feel blah and nothing is really getting you out of bed in the morning. Nothing is getting you that excited. You know maybe what you want to be doing. Maybe you think, yeah, I should be doing that. But the thought of actually doing it is draining. And you just don't have the enthusiasm that you want. I call this being stuck in the energetic mud. And I think we all get this sometimes. I'm speaking from experience. Maybe you feel like this right now. <laughs> A lot of people do in the wintertime. I just want to say like if we don't mindfully navigate this, this feeling of apathy, this feeling of blah, this heaviness can last way longer than it should. And it can begin to spill into multiple areas of our life. If we just kind of hope this will pass, it will last much longer than it needs to. When it rains, it pours, people. This is like a snowball effect. And the more it rolls, the more it will just leave us, you know, for one, it'll be harder to stop. But two, it'll just leave us feeling more resentful of ourselves and of the situation. And so, you know, it's an uphill battle trying to do our day-to-day tasks in this low, blah, enthusiastic energy. So the trick and the point of this podcast is learning to catch these blah phases early and so that we can have the tools that shift us out of them. We have to kind of change our level of awareness before we can do anything else. Before we try to go do those tasks, the things that we think we should be doing, we have to change our operating system. We have to change our state, as Tony Robbins says. You can't solve the problem with the same level of thinking that created it, as Albert Einstein said. And I call this breaking the mold. We all have to break the mold. We all have to reawaken the energy and enthusiasm within us. And just to preface a little more, all of this is coming from direct experience. I used to live in this blah for like weeks. I would have a good few weeks, but then I would have a really shitty couple weeks where I was low energy. I was blah. I was pessimistic my energy, my enthusiasm would just get really low. And it felt like the whole world was going to shit. And over the years, I've developed tools because I had to develop tools because I was sick of being in this place. And so now, with thoughtfulness and with these ideas that I'm going to share with you, I can course correct. I can kind of shift myself out of those states in the matter of a day, 
or even just a morning I can get out of it. And it used to take me like a week or two. And so that's what we're going to talk about, how to get you and I out of this feeling of being stuck, stagnant, lazy, low energy, uninspired, and into a feeling of aliveness, into a feeling of enthusiasm, openness, creativity, fulfillment, all the good shit. And one more thing before I get into the 10 ideas, you know, so many of us consume all this personal development, improving of self information, and we apply it. And then we have a good couple weeks, but then we come down and we hit these low weeks, we hit these blah weeks, we lose our enthusiasm, we lose our energy. And I think the reason so many of these personal development tips and tactics don't work in the long run is because they're rooted in this idea that you need to fix yourself. And that's bullshit. They kind of poke at our inherent inferiority complexes, which we all have to an extent, and then they try to sell you on some solution. And this works for a little bit. It works for, it's like a, it's a little spark, but that spark doesn't last. And so it's more of a, you know, a lot of these self-improvement things that we do are almost unconscious self-punishments. Like I need to fix myself which will always lead to burnout, I think. And this is an idea that's still developing my brain. It's why if you've listened to this podcast in the last few weeks, I've touched on this a lot. But I include this on this episode because I just want to remind you that the act of getting your energy and enthusiasm back for life, for your career, for whatever you're pursuing, whatever you're trying to be your fullest self at, the act of getting your energy and enthusiasm back isn't a matter of fixing yourself. It's about returning to your natural, beautiful self. And I really fucking believe that. And I really want to hammer that home this year to everybody. You know, self-improvement isn't about becoming someone new. It's about remembering who the fuck you are. It's like cleaning a dirty window. Maybe you're used to having that window being all dusty and hard to see through. But that window in its true nature is clear and beautiful. And we just have to clean that shit. And we have to break the mold and... All these personal development things that I think, you know, they have good intentions, but oftentimes they're they're basically saying, yo, your window is broken, get a new window. And that's not the case. Like, just clean it and give it some care and give it some love. And so I'm learning this and I'm I'm learning that this is really what the entire personal development journey is about, remembering and returning to the truth of who we are, almost relearning how to live in like this childlike state as adults. That's a big topic that I'm excited about and I'll go into more for another time. But for now, let's put this into practical terms, how to reawaken your enthusiasm and energy. Here's 10 ideas. And the first one is, the first idea on how to reawaken your energy and enthusiasm is to stop, is to meditate, is to slow down, is to do absolutely fucking nothing for once. Don't do anything. Stop. We do so much in 2021. We're always doing. We're always consuming. We're always talking. We're always listening. When do you stop? Besides when you're sleeping, when do you rest? Like going back to that quote by Albert Einstein, you cannot solve the problem with the same level of thinking that created it. Stop living in the level of thinking you're living in. If you want to reawaken enthusiasm and energy, you have to have some time built in to stop. That's why I meditate every single day. It's the only time that I'm just sitting with myself and breathing. The rest of the day, we always seem to fill. So when can you just sit? When can you just meditate? Meditate. Meditation doesn't have to have rules or structure. It can literally just be you sitting there and breathing. That's it. 
That is my first number one. Number two, how to get that energy back, that enthusiasm back. You can study other people. Watch and listen to people that you admire and want to be like. And it's a really effective way for me to kind of get in the energy of like my future self. I think we gravitate to certain movies and, and stories. And there's a lot of you know psychology behind this that we, we gravitate to stories and people that almost reflect back to us the future that we want to live out. So if there's someone that you idolize, if there's someone you look up to and you feel stuck, spend some time listening to them, reading about them, uh, watching videos about them, almost absorbing their energy. And, you know, I did this this fucking morning. I was in a little bit of a rut this morning. It's actually why I'm excited to make this podcast today. I was in a rut this morning. I really gravitate to Joe Rogan. I, you know, a lot of people do. I think he's a really cool example of someone who uh, is untraditional, who, you know, he's so authentically himself. He's He's such a combination of such different things, which I really like. And so... I watched a video about him just talking and talking about life and his energy rubbed off on me. The part of me that sees my future self in Joe Rogan was inspired. And I think to get out of that rut, that energy rut, it's really helpful to maybe pick someone that you idolize and listen to them and watch them. Number three, idea number three, go somewhere new, go somewhere brand new. And I know, you know, I would say travel somewhere new, but right now with what's going on in the world. Most people can't travel, but it's based off this idea that novel environments create novel thoughts. When you're at your same location in your same environment every single day, it's so easy to get caught up in the same old energy. Like you get literally stagnant because of your environment is stagnant. And so even though it's difficult with COVID, how can you be a little bit rebellious and not stay home and go out and Go somewhere you've never been before. Everyone, even even if you're at your hometown and you've never left it in your entire life, how can you go down a street or take a walk in a direction or go up a hill that you've never gone before? Go somewhere new. Go somewhere physically new. Expose yourself to physically new sights and smells and tastes and sounds. It will literally like kind of shock your brain, shock your nervous system. It'll be like, oh, wow, we're not doing the same thing we normally do. Like, what's going on? Um, novel places, novel experiences, novel environments create novel thoughts. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for novelty to break us out of the mold. We're looking to scratch that dirty mirror just to get a glimpse of clarity so that we're, we can remind ourselves that like, oh yeah, this, this window is supposed to be clear. Getting in a new environment is really helpful for that. Four and five ideas on how to bring your enthusiasm and energy back. These are very simple ones. Number four, break a sweat. Like so much for me, if I feel stuck and stagnant, it's like the last thing I want to do is work out because I'm like, no, I got to figure my shit out before I work out. But it's so often that like, no, Max, you got to work out and get your energy back right. As Tony Robbins says, you got to fix your state. And then from that heightened state, then go, you know, take care of what you got to take care of. I don't think any of us would argue we feel worse after sweating. We always almost feel better after getting a little workout in, breaking a sweat. And then number five, clean up your diet. Clean up your diet. So many of us are stagnant because the foods we eat are slowing us down. They're slowing down our gut. The gut is related to mood. Um, if your diet is dirty, you are putting yourself, you are putting your human monkey meat suit in a negative place. You're really setting yourself up for failure. I do this all the time. 
best believe I like myself some cookies. I love bread, but I try so hard not to eat those because they really put me in a mental fog. They make it harder for me to be cognitively sharp. They make it harder for me to be excited and enthusiastic. As good as those cookies taste, I know for the sake of my energy and enthusiasm, I got to let them go. So how can you clean up your diet just a little bit so that maybe you bring a little new level of clarity to your thinking and that really can help you break that mold. Number six, this is from a book I really like and it's called The Creative Brain, The Science of Genius by Nancy Anderson. Um, She recommends to practice learning a brand new skill, learn something brand new. Like when I go travel, um, I love to learn Spanish and there's nothing that brings my excitement and gets me out of that funk like learning Spanish because it's just so foreign to me. It's so new. And I really think, you know, as she talks about in this book, it's because when you learn something brand new, and this could be a sport, you can learn to cook, you can learn to slack line, you can learn uh, a new yoga pose, just learn something brand new, get really uncomfortable, be really bad at something. It forces your brain to make these connections it's not used to making. It's, it's really just like, it's shocking your brain. It's almost like that idea on, on number three, you know, novel environments create novel thoughts. You know, learn a novel skill so that you you just change your neurochemistry a little bit. You kind of get yourself challenged. And I think we're just looking to stir the pot here. We're just looking to bring your energy and enthusiasm back. Learning a new skill, being really bad at something can be a really good way to kind of just shake the snow globe a little bit. Um, and get you feeling more energized and get your brain working in a different way. All right, number, what number are we on? We're on number seven, and this is play. Just go play. Like, this might be the most important one. Go, actually, number 10, so stick through. Number 10, I think, is the most important one. But number seven is also very important, play. And ideally, you can play outside. Um, In his book called Play, Stuart Brown, he says, play is the straw that stirs the drink. And just try to visualize that. Try to visualize a really, you know, thick and juicy drink and it's not stirred. Like you need that straw. You got to stir it up. And that is what play does for us. In this book, Play, Stuart Brown talks about how play is not just like something that is, you know, cute for kids to do. It is actually like inherent to what mammals need to survive. Play is where we test out different scenarios. It's where we learn the capacity of our body and mind. It's where we expand our creativity by experimenting with different forms of movement, expression, and thoughts. What is some play that you can do? Like we're all, we're so structured. We're so usually doing the same shit all the time. And play is just so contradictory to that. Play is literally doing something for the sake of doing it. Go be goofy, go fucking do some new game, Find some weird activity to do with a friend that you haven't seen in a while. Like I just recently saw one of my good buddies that I haven't seen in months and we went and played disc golf. It's like you throw Frisbees at this thing and it's like golf. Super weird, super random, but it got us outside. It got us doing something different. It got us out of our head. It got us talking. It got us moving. It got us in nature. And that's all you can ask out of play. And that is such a good way to just get out of our fucking stagnancy is go play like change your level of thinking by going to play number eight if you can't get yourself to play just take a long walk get outside and take a long walk 
almost every great thinker in the history of great thinkers, all of them took long walks. Every philosopher, every writer that I study, you know, a ton of these like great presidents, they take long walks in nature because it is just calming to the nervous system. It, by looking out at all these different sites, um, you're, you're stimulating your creativity. You're almost feeding on that number three, that novel environments equals novel thoughts. So taking long walks, maybe you notice something in the distance that you've never seen before. Maybe you see something weird in nature you've never seen before. All of this is creating new thoughts and newer neurochemistry in your brain. And really, if you're in a funk, taking long walks is just going to really help down-regulate your nervous system, get you back to your natural state, and, and help you shift out of that. Number nine, how to get your energy back, how to get your enthusiasm back. This is kind of in relation to play, but it's a little different. It's make some art, you know, be an artist, even if you don't consider yourself an artist. I think we're all artists to some extent, but um, paint something, draw something, doodle, maybe sing or dance. Let your, Again, it goes back to like learning a new skill. Let yourself suck at it. Let your brain and soul experience art for art's sake with no objective and no judgment. And just the act of expressing yourself in a new way is going to stir the fucking pot. It's going to bring some energy back. It's going to make you think differently. And that's all we're trying to do with all these steps. We're just trying to get you to think a little differently. We're trying to give you perspective. We're trying to bring you back to that purified artistic childlike state that brings you enthusiasm when you're in that state when you can touch that state you're just more enthusiastic you're more playful you're more creative and from that place you do your best work you're kind of self you have the most fun that's what we're fucking trying to reach for here and then number 10 this might be the most important one this i think i yeah, no, this is for sure, for me at least. Maybe I'm just projecting, but this is the most important one. If I'm, in a, if I'm in a rut, if I'm low energy, if I'm a little depressed, if I'm stuck and I feel like, what's the point? If I feel apathy, the biggest thing I can do to get my energy and enthusiasm back is to delete my social media apps for like at least three days. That first day will be a little weird. I'll kind of miss it, but those next two days... I'll just feel a new level of simplicity and then I'll have more time to do all the other points on this list. I'll have more time for walks. I'll go play. I'll, you know, go cook something up that's maybe a little more healthy. I'll meditate instead of just scrolling on my phone. It also feeds back into number 1. If you delete your social media apps, you're giving your more t- you're giving yourself more time to meditate. We're so often just consuming, 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 consuming. It's like our brains are fried. They like we get low energy because we're just fried with information. We have no time to process. And of course, we don't have the energy to do the things we want to do. So when we have those down moments, rather than scrolling, what if we just breathed? What if we just, ah, man, like just chilled, like breathing, like <laughs> we forget to breathe. And so number 10, delete your social media apps for a week. Um, yeah, man, this is so important. Like social media, it's great. Like it's how I connected with you guys, but it's it's one of the most addictive things and it's one of the most, I think, limiting factors to the psyche of our modern world. I think it's toxic and I think it's great at the same time. So we have to be so intentional with how we use it. So if you're in a rut, if you're low in energy and enthusiasm, consider deleting it 
for a couple days and just see how you feel and just give yourself that time and space away from input and information and and stop comparing yourself to your friends just for a couple days and just like put it away you know and i i need to take that medicine just as much as anybody else i will say that i'm trying to only use uh instagram because that's the one i'm most addicted to um i only use it monday tuesday and thursday and so you'll notice I'll post on those days. I'll say what up on those days. But for the other days, I'm just try- I have it deleted. Um, and so maybe perhaps you can adopt a structure like that that allows you to get the benefits from it, but then also make sure that it's not stealing away your life. It's not stealing away your enthusiasm and your energy by bombarding you with fucking content. <laughs> it's just like we need to breathe. Um, and I think that those 10 points are going to be really helpful. If you're low on energy, if you're trying to get your enthusiasm back, pick a couple of these. And then I got a bonus one for you guys. Number 11, of course, I had to throw this in. Journal. Write two full pages without stopping. Even if you think you have nothing to say, this will help get some movement going in your brain, change your level of thinking, get you a new level of clarity, uh, which might just be enough to get you out of that rut. So my challenge to you is to pick a few of these and just commit to it this week. You know, even if you're not in one of these low places, we could all do with a little more enthusiasm and energy. We can all do by kind of returning to a little bit more of a pure, enthusiastic, artistic, creative sense of self. So how can you commit to maybe one or two or three of these and stick to it for a few days and see what happens? Doing these things though they seem really damn simple, is addressing the foundation of our mind, our operating system. And by upgrading our internal operating system, by upgrading our mind and the way like our nervous system reacts to the world, every aspect of our life will seem and will be better. It's like by doing these things, it's like getting a new computer or phone and it just runs much faster than the old one. We're kind of doing that. Let a few of these simple tips shift you back into a state of aliveness and enthusiasm so that, you're, you're, so that your life can feel more like a flow. I like that idea. Like, Let's make our lives more of a flow and less of a force. And I think these 10 ideas will really help with that. So I hope that these supported you. Um, share this with a friend that might like it, that might need it. Share it to your Instagram stories if you want to help this show spread, if you want to show some love. Once again, I have my first online course coming out early February. It will be half off for the month of February, only 50 bucks. After that, it will be 100 bucks forever onward. It will be, you know, really helping us achieve specific results. Like there's no beating around the bush with this course that I made. Um, There's going to be more info coming out, but there are going to be sections dedicated to helping you develop more clarity and self-awareness. There's going to be sections dedicated to helping you become more focused and productive. There's going to be sections helping you overcome fear, overcome anxiety, um, overcome self-imposed limits and stories. This is one of the most comprehensive and valuable things I probably have ever made. I'm really fucking excited about it. So if you've listened to this podcast all the way through, I'm pretty confident you would love this course. Uh, and if you vibe with this information, if you if you like what I put out, consider you know, preparing to purchase that course come February. It would mean the world to me. I'm just really excited about it. This isn't something I'm doing to get rich. Um, You know, I have a full-time job, but this is something that I put my heart into and I just want to put out into the world. And, um, you know, the money, of course, I have to charge for it. It is an energetic exchange here, but 
I just wanted to preface and just let you guys know that shit is coming and I'm so excited. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to Looking Up. I so appreciate you listening when there's so many podcasts you could listen to. Don't be a stranger. Say hello. Reach out. I would love to hear from you. And um, have an amazing week. I'll see you guys next week. Peace out.